ESPN 580 Orlando's live, local, and loud. It is 6 o'clock and we are live, local, and loud here on ESPN 580. Broadcasting from the Victory Casino Cruises.com studios. Home of the only legal sports book in Central Florida. Hope you're having a good day. Ours, it's been awesome. We just got done talking to Steve Spurrier for about three minutes. We talked to him about the Allegiance of Alliance of American Football Make That. We'll play you part of that interview coming up here in just a little bit. We'll get to our Yingling six-pack, our trending stories from around here in Orlando. Of course, you just heard that news conference that the Alliance of American Football held. Steve Spurrier speaking here in Orlando. The Daily Rewind right around the corner. You want to get in touch with the show? You can. 844-225-5580. That's 844-225-5580. Four four two two five fifty five eighty. Text is two one two three two. Of course, on Twitter at ESPN five eighty. Nick and at the Jerry Daniels. What do you say? We find out what's trending in Orlando today. The Yingling Six Pack. Because we know you like your Yingling cold and your topics hot. It's the Yingling Six Pack. The six most talked about stories today on live, local, and loud. One. I really wish that was the number one trending story. But unfortunately, the trending stories in Orlando were kind of in the weeds today as DeAndre Francois was apparently busted with 17 grams of what, what does he call it? Wacky weed? What's Scotty? He calls it it wacky weed. That's what he calls it. Yeah, he calls it wacky weed. That's what was trending all day. And what's frustrating to me is is I had to look up what that's worth, what 17 grams is worth. Apparently, that's like $200. Well, in the state of Florida. Is it that much? I didn't think it was that much. Okay. I, I, I was told that I thought with, with marijuana being legalized, perhaps maybe that pushed down the price of weed. I'm not out buying at all. I so made I a phone know. call to someone who would know. I'm going to leave it as that. And he said, eh, it's like 200 bucks if it's good stuff. And he was assuming that DeAndre is probably dealing in the good stuff. The weed! Yeah, exactly. Anyways, I will tell you that in the state of Florida, that's not a felony. So okay. why are we making a lot out of this? Well, we're making a lot out of this because if you read through the story written by Safid Dean of the Orlando Sentinel, great story, great journalism. It's not that he was cited for, what was it, 2.8 grams? Is that what it was of yeah, marijuana? Yeah, found residue. Okay, let me make this. My, I have a well, pet well, going on. through cancer. Okay. I have hemp juice for my cat because that, of dealing with like that. So it's, it's not the cops that, are going to find... Residue on my kitty litter. Sure, but if you if you read through the story, you see that the Tallahassee police did a two-month sting operation. They surveilled DeAndre Francois for about 60 days trying to determine whether or not, not he was selling dime bags, but whether or not he was kind of running, you know, a, a uh, I don't want to use the phrase drug empire. That's way too big. <laughs> this ain't narcos, but whether or not he was dis- distribute, uh, distributing drugs to other students, other kids, and they, they had a tip, but they had to have more of an inkling than just, hey, listen, I saw two bags that are worth two pounds, you know, two pounds of marijuana. This two pounds of marijuana is absolutely nothing. So that's what you dig into on this story. 17 is that grams. I understand, but they had a tip that said that okay. he saw two pounds this of marijuana. This smells funny, no pun intended. Is oh. this more another the quarterback? Going for this spot, or is this like an angry Gator fan? Oh, you think maybe? Oh, 100%. Oh, I love this angle. I love this angle. I love James Blackman, who had his shine. He had a moment last year while Francois was down. Oh, hold on. Let's play this out. I love this. (laughs) And James Blackman gets on the phone, and he says, you know what? I may be able to beat you on the field, but maybe I can get you arrested. Maybe that's it. He calls in, you know. I saw two pounds of marijuana. I'm gonna go to practice. I was at practice. I was re- I was sitting yeah, in my room yeah. reading my playbook like a good player, and he was out there selling marijuana. 
I don't know, but the fact that the police put 60 days worth of resources into surveilling this kid, that's the real story in my mind. There may be more to this. Two. And James Pro- Blackman, I like that. Uh, Professor Doc apparently had his DeLorean down in uh, South Florida and picked up Dwayne Wade and flew him up to Philly for game two of the series between the Heat and Philly as Dwayne Wade in 25 minutes was able to score 28. What a night last night, and what did he attribute to the performance? Got into you tonight. Kevin Hart. Kevin Hart, really? Yep. Thank Kevin Hart for that. Kevin Hart is (laughs) sitting on the sideline for this game. He's sitting on the sideline for the game, taunting Dwayne Wade. Let's go live to Kevin Hart. No. (laughs) No. He wasn't ready. He wasn't ready. He wasn't. This was Spike Lee and, and Reggie Miller, man, and Dwayne Wade dropping bombs all night long. As you said, he went in the hot tub time machine, got in the way back machine. <laughs> he looked like vintage Dwayne Wade. What a performance last night, and Miami has that series 1-1. Uh, I have to say, I, I picked the upset there. Who knows? Philly's the better team. Just does Miami have enough savvy to beat them? I'm not sure. Three. Anthony Rizzo. Do you know this guy? My guy, first baseman, Chicago Bull, Chicago Cubs. Yeah, you know what they say about first baseman, right? What about it? Thank God that position exists because the people who play on it can't play any they other can, position. They can hit. If you can hit, we'll put you in right field and put you in first base. I played a lot of first base. A cripple could play first base is what the term was back in I the didn't day. See, yeah, okay. Why? What? No, That's what the no, saying was. I had a joke there. I had to pull back. <laughs> Anyways, Anthony Rizzo says, this 162 is ridiculous. We need to go to... Not not 100, not 110. Not one, not two, not 154? Eight games, Anthony. Eight games, Anthony. That's going to make the difference? Eight games? That That is what he said in an interview with ESPN 1000 in Chicago today. Um, and and I, I, hold on one minute. Was I it can, because the show was called ESPN 1000 that he was like, that's a high number. That's a lot. Um, and then he started thinking, I got to lower that number. Listen, I, I, I think we're all at a point now, though, where... Where we're realizing you can't you can't start the baseball season this early, right? Here, here, just so you can get the thoughts of Anthony Rizzo. Here's what he had to say today on ESPN 1000 in Chicago. Me personally, I would love it. I think it's too much baseball. Personally, yes, guys are gonna take pay cuts, but are we playing this game for the money? Or we love the game? I know there's there's both, but I think in the long run, it'll make everything better. I think uh, start the season later in the year, ending in October, not November. I just I don't know, but that's my opinion. That's uh, Anthony Rizzo. Eight games is not going to make a difference, but we do this every single year when you have a ton of rainouts and you have snowouts and all these things. We talk about shortening the baseball season. I don't see how they can do it because baseball is such a number sport, and if you reduce the number of games, it starts messing with your records too. It does mess. It messes with, with your messes with everything. Just messes with your money. Messes with your records. Increase the rosters. Okay, more players? More players. It, and and you know what? Schedule-wise, how about this? Everyone starts south of the Mason-Dixon line. There it is. I love that idea by Scott Inez. Just, like, just play, I don't always agree the, with Scott Inez, but he nailed that. Play in the southeast, the south, and the southwest. We got enough t- enough teams. The sickest I ever got in my life, where I can remember being sick, was when Johnny Damon sent me up some free tickets. We went up to go see him when he went from the Red Sox, you know, because he was, he was, you know... He was the the redeemer over in Boston, but when he went to New York, he gave us tickets to see him over in right field at the time, and 
It was rainy. It was cold. It was April. I was so sick that night when we went home. My wife and I couldn't get out of the car to go into the hotel. So we slept in the car overnight and barely made it to our airplane the next morning. It is miserable going to a baseball game anywhere in the Northeast in April. Four. It is just horrible. No word yet if my buddy Nikki Football got a raise, but you know who did? Oh, there's a word on that. No. Go ahead. The G-Leaguers did. They did, yes. <laughs> what do you think I did? First email I sent when I saw that the G-Leaguers <laughs> got a pay bump. They're going to make $35,000 regardless of who you are on the roster unless yeah, you're a two-way yeah. player, uh, which the difference was if you were an affiliate player uh, or a returning rights player, there were different tiers of salaries. Now everyone will get thirty-five k. First email was to the Magic. Hey! What about the broadcasters? I've not heard back yet. I will I will let you know if I hear anything. Uh, I'm not hopeful. Five. Oh, you're going to hear about it Plus, tonight. Plus, they left me off the playoff roster. It's not a good sign. <laughs> um, we, we, heard, uh, we heard from him tonight. Steve Spurrier was in town. Um, by all accounts, this was a big flop in town. Um, it got no press. Uh, whoever's running the marketing for the AAF, let me tell you right now, you're already behind the eight ball. No pun intended. Steve Spurrier was in town to raise uh, ticket sales in a presser downtown. What are they doing? If you're going to put this downtown, give people some notice. Do it on a lunch hour. What are you guys doing? I'm not sure if everyone in the affiliated group wanted this to be a big thing. I think they wanted it to feel a little bit more exclusive, and that hurt them in the long run. But you're right. Uh, we had WFTV's Joe Kepner down there today, and he joined Scott Inez and said basically, hey, there's a couple dozen people there. Nobody really showed up for this. They have a lot of work to do because those tickets, Steve Spurrier will sell you one ticket to the opening game. Maybe two, but they're not going to sell a ton of season tickets. Can you clarify Six. something to me? Yeah, go ahead. How come people call him the old ball coach? HBC, head but they, coach. But they say HBC? Well, he's, you're supposed to call him the HBC, the head ball coach, not yes. the old ball coach. But Everybody now calls now, him the now old it's ball been, coach. Now it's been mixed. That's the, it, It's a nickname that's been mixed. It's, it's Some call him the HBC, the head ball coach. Some call him the old ball coach. Six. This should have been trending news today. Apparently, Scott Inez went to a playoff game for the he Lightning. He went to a hockey and game. And not only enjoyed it, enjoyed it enough that he tuned in voluntarily with basketball games going on. I can confirm no gun to his head. To see them lose to the New Jersey Devils on the road. The series is now 2-1. The Lightning were up 2-1 oddly enough, uh, but lost uh, 5-2 to the Devils on the road. Uh, game four is also on the road. The Tampa Bay Lightning will be back in town next week. How about uh, Brian Boyle starting that fight with uh, with the Russian kid, the 19-year-old kid? Did you see that? No, I did not. Uh, he starts a fight, Boyle, who you played three seasons with the Lightning at the end of the game, and then on the way out, he turns to this 19-year-old Russian kid who's a rookie and says, I'll bleep and kill you. Hockey is there a little the bit of edge there because of his former relationship? I think so. Yeah. <laughs> Everything a little bit more, a little tougher in the playoffs, I guess. A little more extreme. He turns to me and says, I will bleep and kill you if you're a good <laughs> lip reader. Just go check it out. That is our Yingling six-pack. Our six-pack of stories trending here in Orlando on live, local, and loud. He's Jerry Daniels. I'm Nick Grunow. It's Nikki Football. We're going to do something a little different for the Rewind coming up here next. Steve Spurrier talked to us uh, just before we got on the air here. We will play you that interview. Steve Spurrier, the head coach of the new Orlando team of the Alliance of American Football. So the head old ball coach joining us next here on Live Local and Loud. This is ESPN 580 Orlando's Live Local and Loud.
Welcome back, live, local, and loud here on ESPN 580, broadcasting from the Victory Casino Cruises.com studios, home of the only legal sports book in Central Florida. You can get in touch with the show at 844-225-5580. That's 844-225-5580. Text 21232 also on Twitter at ESPN 580 and at the Jerry Daniels. Coming up in about 14 minutes, our Dubstread Tee It Up question of the night. Uh, and I, I think for a question tonight, Jerry, we, we have not had a lot of time to talk about this because Jerry jumped in and we we talked to Steve Spurrier. That interview's coming up here in just a minute. But I'd, I'd like to talk a little bit more about this uh, Alliance of American football team. And I think the question tonight is, will you go to the American Alliance of American football games next February? Are you going to go to the games? I will, actually. Will you? Okay. Yeah. We'll talk about that coming up at 630 Five five eight zero text is two one two three two. That is two one two three two. Also, what I want to do right now, we are giving away some Solar Bears tickets. How about that? Your Solar Orlando Bears. Solar Bears are in the playoffs. They are playing Game Three and Game Four this week at the Amway Center, taking on the Stingrays uh, of South Carolina. That series two nothing. Solar Bears. In fact, uh, Drake Barahowski, the head coach of the Solar Bears, is going to join Scott and S tomorrow on ESPN Afternoons with Scott and S. We're giving away a pair of tickets to Saturday night's game at the Amway Center. This will be Game 4. This could be the clinching game of the series, okay? We're giving away tickets to Game 4 on Saturday night. All you have to do is give us a call at 844-225-5580. That's 844-225-5580. And be caller number 4 right now to win a pair of tickets to the Solar Bears game on Saturday night. That's 844-225-5580. What do you say we get to the Daily Rewind? To get Jerry weigh in on the day's sports conversation, it's the Daily Rewind. We're going to do something a little different with the Daily Rewind this evening because we had a chance to, to chat with the head ball coach. He is Steve Spurrier, the head coach of the Orlando team of the Alliance of American Football. Joined us just after Scott's show and just before our show. So uh, he jumped on with us for about three or four minutes. Here is our conversation with the head ball coach. We asked Steve Spurrier how it felt to be back coaching and here in Central Florida. Well, we had the announcement oh, about 10 days ago up in New York, of course, but uh, it's nice to be down here in Orlando, have the sort of formal announcement in the, in the city here. Uh, but, yeah, like I, I told everybody here, we want to give them a team that they can really be proud of. That means they play hard, they play smart, uh, they play efficiently and fundamentally sound and obviously win. Uh, people come to the ballpark, they want to see good, solid football, and they want to walk home a winner. So uh, that's our goal. Uh, I really like the concept of the alliance as far as dividing the teams as evenly as possible, and yet we'll still be able to get players from Florida, hopefully a bunch of UCF guys, a team that uh, I, I agree, I call them national champs also, and uh, Gators, Seminoles, USF Bulls, and so forth. Steve Spurrier joining us here on Live Local and Loud. Uh, Coach, uh, have, have you have you had any conversations about players? What kind of players are going to be in this league? What kind of players you'll have an opportunity to get on your team? Well, again, the players that will make up uh, the alliance in the league is players that uh, were just cut from the NFL or maybe uh, earned a shot in the tryouts. There'll be some tryout uh, camps and so forth, and then the players that uh, didn't make it to the NFL this year or the year before and so forth. So there's, there's hundreds, hundreds of football players out there that are really good players, and there's just not enough room in the NFL. And again, the thought is uh, there's not a minor league of football. 
and uh, after the NFL, you can go to Canada, I guess, uh, but we don't have anything else in the United States, and this is going to give those young men an opportunity to keep playing and maybe get back to the NFL, which would be fine. We'll shake their hand and say good luck in the, in the big leagues up there. But uh, we just believe people will watch uh, good football uh, throughout the year and will watch uh, February, March, April. He is Steve Spurrier. He's joining us here on Live Local and Loud Coach. I know we only have a couple of minutes left with you here. I have to ask you, of course, about Tim Tebow. Of course, he's big in these parts. A lot have kind of uh, put his name out there as someone that could be in this league. Have you talked with Tim Tebow? Would you be interested in having Tim Tebow on this team? Yeah, we've made, we've had a little contact. And, uh, in fact, to tell you the truth, when I knew I was going to be the coach here, I, I got in touch with him. But uh, he's doing what he should be doing right now. He's swinging the bat. He's trying to be a Major League Baseball player. And uh, I wish him the best. And if he makes it in the big leagues, uh, he's not going to play football, which I, I we all understand. Uh, but who knows what can happen down the road. We don't play till 2019. So his situation uh, we'll know a lot about. But that's going to be his call. But he knows he's got a, a number 15 jersey waiting on him down here if he wants to play uh, football again. That is Steve Spurrier. He That's joined a great us. question, great answer. I know. The Steve, the, the, the Tim Tebow thing at the end there was great, <laughs> right? I mean. He, you wanted to ask that first. You know you That did. was the whole reason why I did the interview. <laughs> I wanted to ask about Tim Tebow. That was the only reason why I wanted to do the interview. Was Steve Spurrier telling us that, listen, Tim Tebow is welcome here in Orlando. And, by the way, any professional franchise that does not reside in the NFL <laughs> is, is welcoming of Tim Tebow because yeah. of what he does for your attendance, because yeah. of what he does for uh, the the recognition for your team. Look at what he did for attendance in the Florida State League, what he yeah. did for, was it the Coastal League he yeah. played in, and now when he's playing up in Binghamton too. Yeah. And someone texted in today and let me know, hey, by the way, like, he's hitting 200 in the in AA. Breaking news, dude, no one cares. No one does. They're, they're there to see yeah. T- Tebow. They, they do and not. By the way, you can have a 200 batting average in the majors if mm-hmm. you're a good fielder and be a journeyman and have a long career. Unfortunately, he's not. But I yes, know, but you can. You can. You can. But the the door is wide open for Tim Tebow, for the Alliance of American Football. It will be wide open for the XFL. It will be wide open for whatever minor league venture that he wants to go into. Canadian, and Europe, Exactly. The arena. CFL. Whatever it is. Whatever it is. Uh, playing it in someone's backyard, and they're going to put it on YouTube. It doesn't matter. <laughs> they will take Tim Tebow, and Steve Spurrier just told us, hey, he can play baseball as long as he wants. There's a 15 jersey. I love it. He said there's a 15 jersey, too. There's a number 15 jersey waiting for him uh, whenever he wants to come and play. So I I, I have to say, uh, Steve Spurrier is interested. He said, and, and at the beginning of that answer, he told us, there's been some contact. He's talked to Tim Tebow. Immediately. And he said Tim immediately. Tebow first, yes. It sounds like it was the first call he made. Here is what he said. Let me just take you what back. Did he call, who did he think he called? His wife or Tim Tebow first? I don't know. Here's what he said. <laughs> yeah, we've we've had a little contact. And, uh, in fact, to tell you the truth, when I knew I was going to be the coach here, I, I got in touch with him. That's it. I knew I was going to be the coach. I got in <laughs> touch with him. So, Steve, Steve Spurrier, I, he wants Tim Tebow yeah. here. He's not been quiet about it ever since it was announced that he was the head coach, and he shouldn't be because if you have Tim Tebow on your roster opening day, that place is full. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if it's full if they don't have a guy like Tim Tebow. Perhaps because Orlando is an event town, and because this will be a novelty, and it will be a new league, it will be something. I'm trying to, to talk Kyle Israel into trying out for it. Oof. Uh, 
Oof. He's in better game shape now than he was. Oh, no, when he I know. Played. I see the videos. I do. He's Jerry Daniels. <laughs> I'm Nick Grunowitz, Nikki Football. This is live, local, and loud here on ESPN 5. And you can catch us every single day, Monday through Friday, 6 to 8, here on ESPN 5. Eddie Steve Spurrier just joining us, telling us Tim Tebow is welcome if he wants to coach, sweep the floors, play quarterback, whatever it is. They'll take Tim Tebow. <laughs> they will take him. And I'd love to have him here in Orlando. And how much longer will Tebow play, play baseball, do you think? Like, can. Do you think that Tebow, because this goes directly up against baseball, so if Tebow wants to play in the Alliance of American Football, if he wants a chance at, let, let me let me phrase it this way, hold on. If Tim Tebow wants, do you think his dream of being an NFL quarterback is still alive? Do you think he still wants to do that? Yes. Is the this second an, question, not the first. What's that? The first question you ask, the answer is no. The second question you ask, Okay, so you don't yes. think he has any chance ever of playing quarterback in the NFL? No. Okay, but the dream is there. Yes. Is this? I have dreams of thing that I have no chance at. I know. I I do too. <laughs> I do too. Trust me. Uh, but my point being, this could be an avenue for him. You go to the Alliance of American Football. You put up some numbers. Same reason why he should have gone to Canada five years ago, seven years ago, whenever it was. Right after he was drafted. Okay. Right after the Broncos got rid of him for Peyton Manning. He was offered crazy money up there. He too. should have went to Canada. Yeah. I I'm on record as saying. I think it was four years ago. Go to Canada. Johnny Manziel, same thing. He's thinking about going to Canada. But Tim Tebow, perhaps this could be the avenue for him in order to make it to that next level. So I, I if I'm Steve Spurrier, I'm saying exactly what he told us just now. And if you are just joining us, Steve Spurrier, who's the head coach of the new Orlando team. Can we can we name the damn team already? Can we just start calling them the Orlando Spurriers? Well, they're calling it what? The the Orlando team for the Alliance of American I'm Football. I'm serious. Just call them the Name Spurriers. the damn team already, guys. The Spurriers? Yeah, for now. I don't think so. Why? Uh, uh, Is it literally it's going to be his team, right? He's not going to be the biggest star. I mean, if Team Tebow comes It's going to be awkward when they fire him. If they fire him. <laughs> Was that are you, too are you already Are you already firing him? <laughs> no one fires coaches more than I do, I guess. But I, I just... Can we just name the team already? I, that's what I'm waiting for. I hate that we're kind of parsing this out. This is a Major League Baseball. I'm telling Baseball. you, officially as of now, it's called the Orlando Spurriers until I'm told of it. Major League. I like that. We're going to do it. Okay. I like this better. <laughs> They're not going to name it the Spurriers. We're going to call it the Fighting Spurriers. Can we call them the Fighting Fightin Spurriers? Spurriers. Okay. Like the Orlando Fighting Spurriers of the Alliance <laughs> of American Football. He joined us, said, you know what? We want Tebow here. Yeah. We'll get your thoughts on that coming up next. 844-225-5580. Text 21232. And also, our Dubs Dread Tee It Up question of the night. Will you be going to games for the Alliance of American Football next season? Michael Matz is coming up next. This is Live Local and Live. Oh, we got him next? Yeah. He's next. He's next. I, we're, look, we're revealing things right now here on the show. Michael Matz, our good buddy, next here on Live Local and Loud. This is ESPN 580 Orlando's live, local, and loud. Yeah, we've had, we've had a little contact. And, uh, in fact, to tell you the truth, when I knew I was going to be the coach here, I, I got in touch with him. That is Steve Spurrier, the head Huckle coach. Huckle tells the whole story. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah, Timmy and me. Timmy, we got together for a couple cold ones. Yeah, after I knew I was going to be a head coach of uh, the AAF in Orlando, I said, Timmy, you want to join us? And Timmy hung up the phone. Welcome back, live, local, and loud. He's Jerry Daniels. Nick Reynolds, Nicky Football here. We're here every single day, Monday through Friday, 6 to 8, right here on ESPN 5. Orlando, Michael Matt set to join us here in just a little bit. Our Dubs Dread teed up question of the night. Will you watch the Amer the Alliance of American Football, the AF, might I say, here in Orlando? <laughs> 
Will you watch the Orlando Spurriers? Will you fighting Spurriers? I'm going to make up T-shirts. The Orlando fight. Please, can we make T-shirts? We got to make T-shirts. The Orlando fighting (laughs) Spurriers. Wilp. They will kill you with their wilps. Is what they will do. They will toss visors, and they will. Yes, they will hurt you with the visor (laughs) toss, and then they will. They they will hurt your hearing with they. They will deafen you with their wilps. Is what they will do. Uh, But that was Steve Spurrier talking to us about ten minutes ago. Uh, Well, just before the start of the show, you heard it ten minutes ago here on live, local and loud, saying. Tim Tebow uh, is a guy you talk to and a guy that he wants to have on the show or have That's on the a, team. kind of a big duh. Yeah, it is. <laughs> it is. And in fact, the texture writes in, Tebow to Orlando makes perfect sense to everyone involved except Tebow himself. Todd, you're right. You're yeah. dead right. It makes... And, and that's the question. Does Tebow want to be the bearded lady of everyone's circus? Because that's what he is. He would be... He would have to be one of the best quarterbacks available for... The AAF. I haven't seen him throw in a long time. It won't go when I saw eh, it, though. It's I'd, like riding a bike, man. Yes, but he didn't ride the bike that well. <laughs> um, the, he did not ride the bike that well, though. When He won Lance Armstrong, I guess. Spurrier could put a team around him that would make sense. Yes. Yeah, so, he so could our, have had an NFL career, he could just have, not as a QB. He could have, and he didn't go to Canada, and I still think he should have gone to Canada. I think that's where Johnny Manziel will end up, or in a league like this. We see we get to our buddy Michael oh, yeah. Matz. He's here to chew gum and give you winners. I want winners. And he's all out of gum. Michael Matz tells you where the smart money is this weekend. You're good, you. On live, local, and loud. <laughs> he is good. He is our buddy Michael Matz. He joins us from Victory Casino Cruises now here on live, local, and loud. Big gambling week. Because you have the NHL huge. and the NBA going on. We have early Major League Baseball. What's going on, Mike? This is by far the best time of the year in sports betting, particularly when you start thinking about Triple Crown coming up in about uh, two weeks with the Kentucky Derby. This is the wheelhouse if there was ever a wheelhouse. You know Kentucky Derby was trending today in the top ten of Orlando? Is that right? Already? It's it's a it's huge. It's like a no one understands event. how big that event is. I want to go to it so bad. Uh, a couple things that were trending today that didn't make the cut, but I wanted to get Michael Matt's take on it. obviously Kentucky Derby. Uh, how good Stenhouse has been since dumping Danica Patrick to the curb. That was trending today. Joel Embiid's Instagram angry uh, rant, um, and then uh, police investigating a threat to Jim Harbaugh. Uh, in tweets, which begs the question, is he, too, trying to exit college football like uh, the other threatened guy over there in Gainesville did last year? Uh, those are the five stories that did not make the cut in Yingling's top six at six. Michael, our question of the night was the AF. We're calling them the Orlando Fighting Spurriers. First of all, are going to be able to bet on the AF uh, on the boat? That's the first question. Oh, yeah. Are, we gonna get, are you going to have an alliance of American football games for us to bet on? <laughs> I, I can't imagine why we wouldn't. There's no reason not to. Okay, that's question number number two. Are you looking forward to uh, some games over there at Spectrum? Uh, and the question is, is which games get more attendance, uh, UCF football or fighting Spurriers? I'm going to say in the first year probably uh, UCF will be a little bit ahead in attendance. You know, I was putting together my checklist. What do I need? Uh, in order to go see an uh, AAF game. I had three things on my checklist. One of them is already checked off. Steve Spurrier has to be involved, and he's involved now. So he can be the old ball coach, the head ball coach. As long as any ball coach Steve Spurrier is involved, 
I'll be over there to see a few games, no question. You know, uh, do you think they had Bobby Bowden on the short list? Were they willing to go weekend at Bernie's there on the sideline for one of these teams? <laughs> I'm sure you have to make the call to Bobby Bowden without question. Yeah, I mean, he showed up. Uh, he went and visited you... Willie Taggart in uh, in camp. Right. I mean, if you if, if you have to make the offer. That's just what it comes down to. Uh, number two. I have to find out if there's going to be no opening scramble as opposed to a kickoff. If, as long as they don't have the two guys lining up at the 30-yard line and colliding at full speed at midfield, uh, that'll be part of the checklist. And I think the most important thing for me, there has to be a player named He Hate Me. Ah. If I can get somebody named He Hate Me, then I'm all in. I might even get season tickets. You know, the funny thing is, is the XFL made a point of saying that that wasn't going to be a factor in the new XFL. You weren't going to have any more He Hates Me. Oh, well, all kidding aside on it, I think given what you could put together if you can get Tim Tebow involved in the league and you can get some profile uh, players in there that maybe had a tryout, maybe are exiting the league and looking to stay conditioned to get back into the NFL I think the XFL experiment, experiment and what has come out of that gives the organizers of this league and the, the ownership and the, the management of the teams a pretty good chance to put a good product on the field and something that the fans might be interested in. And uh, certainly it'll, it'll generate betting interest to because it's football. And if the markets are right and, it, and it's done the right way, I think there's time for a second football league. 2001 may not have been the time. 2018 and 2019 might be the time for it. I'll be curious to see how it shakes out, but I I think there's more interest now than there may have been two decades ago. Yeah, I agree with you as well. So here's the prop bet I want, and I think the man across the glass here would want this too. Can we get a prop bet on statistical future odds on the following quarterbacks playing in the AAF? Tim Tebow, Colin Kaepernick, and Johnny Football. Those three? Yeah. Those are the three most obvious wow. ones, yes. Ryan Mallett, too. <laughs> what, what's, what would be the and most Ryan ridiculous Mallett. name of a guy just ending up in there? It's like, who? <laughs> How did this guy end up in if this you, league? <laughs> I'll tell you what. If you could get all four of those quarterbacks to be starting quarterbacks in the league, you have a chance to have a very exciting league. And that, that has to be job number one is to get those four guys in. And high-profile people like that, as we mentioned. If you can get enough of those name players, you've got a chance to draw some attention and draw some attention. I have two more that I know would be willing to come out of retirement based on conversations I've had with people close to them. Callis Real? Michael Vick. Okay. Oh, Vick would come out of retirement? And Dante Culpepper. They would come out of retirement yeah, to they, play they, in this they, league? They both are in game shape. Wow. Mm. Mike Vick, let's think about Mike saying. Vick. He, he left Virginia Tech in, what, 99? Yeah. So that would make him almost 40, and Culpepper is in about the same time frame, right? Do I have to that remind two, you that a really, really fat 44-year-old almost pitched a perfect game two days ago? Yeah, football's completely <laughs> different. Dante Culpepper point. is 41 years old. Culpepper, 41. Okay. And Michael Vick uh-huh. is 37. And Tim, and oh, Mike, Tom Brady is three years older. Play. Tom Brady's three years older than Mike Vick. Who's shocked at that? I am. Anyone else shocked at that? I can't believe and there was that. a jail sentence in the middle well, of that. He has fresh legs. <laughs> He's rested. They both can play. So now you've got six 
name quarterbacks that are ready to line up and play. This is game time for the AAF by the second. I like this. Let's throw this on the text here quickly as we continue to talk with Michael Matz here on Live Local and Loud. What cast-off quarterback <laughs> should be in the AF? No, this is good. What cor- what cast-offs at the, in the Alliance of American Football? Text them to 21232. We have a killer lineup right now, okay, of Dante Culpepper. Eight yeah. teams. We have eight teams. So we Dante do. Culpepper. So throw Kyle Israel Michael in Vick. Tim Tebow. Colin Kaepernick. Yeah. Uh, who's the third? Johnny Manziel. Yeah. We need three more cast-off quarterbacks. I'm not doing this to Kyle Israel. <laughs> I'm not doing it to him. He's not psh, making our psh, list. Hey, hey, Kyle. No. Throw, throw, throw Kyle We're in We're not there. throwing Kyle no, Israel. No, no, no. We have six in there, right? No. no, we have five. No, I got Ryan Mallett was not a real one oh, for consideration. Oh, he was not real? No, okay, he was not right. up for consideration. We'll keep coming up with these as we go. <laughs> Text in the 21232. That's 21232 as our brains kind of rack here. Like Dan Orlovsky, some Matt Painter. <laughs> give me, give me the best, the best. Uh, oh, Ryan Leaf, maybe. There, all right, there we, go, there we go. All right, Michael Matz goes with the. Oh, Jamarcus Russell. Jamarcus Russell, no. Jamarcus Russell. Any other there ones that is. you might not be surprised at if a To showed up in there? No. Wow. What is To? Is he four? Is he thirty-eight? Oh, t- oh Terrell Owens. Yeah. Uh, Terrell Owens has got to be. He's forty-four. Is he that old? Yes. Oh my god! Yeah, that's okay. To you're out. Okay, that's uh, I. I we gotta we gotta find a couple more quarterbacks here. Oh, uh, I I don't want to do this to Tony Romo either. But Tony Romo's <laughs> name is coming up a lot here on the text, and so is Mark Sanchez's. Now, Mark Sanchez, does that four game suspension for PEDs in the NFL roll over to the? No, M- I don't think there's any restrictions in the AAF. No, it was right? really just a joke. What is Mark Sanchez doing that's performance enhancing? <laughs> you're taking the wrong stuff, Mark. Peyton wanted to keep playing. He did. I, he's done now. Really? Yeah, he's done. That'd be the first is, is, one. Is a two-year-older Peyton Manning out? Yeah, I think Peyton's done. As much as I would love to joke <laughs> around and throw Peyton's name in here, that's that's the one. Best case scenario for the Alliance of American Football is it ends badly with Tom Brady and the and the Patriots, and no one else in the NFL wants to touch a 41-year-old quarterback like Tom Brady, and he can play in that league and show everyone he can still play. Paul Crew ain't sitting around. <laughs> we can't nothing like that. Eight four four two two five 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 eight zero. So That's okay, rough. I want to keep building this. All right, so we need all eight quarterbacks. We need eight cast off quarterbacks for our Alliance of American Football teams. Okay, so we right now we have Tim Tebow. Yeah. We have Colin Kaepernick. Yep. To go along with Johnny Manziel, Johnny Manziel, yep. Michael Vick, yep. Dante Culpepper. <laughs> I feel like Culpepper is going to get edged out here. Okay. I threw out Jamarcus Russell. We need two more names. You text them to two one two three two. That's two one two three two. More with Mike. Michael Matz yeah, coming we'll up talk next. Some NBA and we'll NHL. talk actual gambling next with Michael Matz, which is his forte. <laughs> it's live, local, and loud here on ESPN 580 Orlando. This is ESPN 580 Orlando's live, local, and loud. Michael Matz right back around the corner joining us. He's Jerry Daniels, Nick Grenowitz, Nikki Football here, live, local, and loud on a spectacular spectacular Tuesday. We're having a lot of fun. We are filling our quarterback bracket for the Alliance of American Football, the AF here in Orlando. And we and have Sam our, Albuquerque's coming in showing off he his did. T-shirt. Sam Albuquerque just came back. I want to personally thank Sam. And they, they tell us in this business, don't ever talk about what's going on in the studio. It's too inside jokey, whatever. Uh, Sam, all of our coverage from that Alliance of American Football event, we got Spurrier on the yeah. show. We got Mayor Buddy Dyer. Uh, Sam Albuquerque helped us out with all of us. He, uh, he uh, what would they say, furnished by Sam Albuquerque yeah. today. Great job by him. So appreciate all the hard it's work. It's going to go that really helped. well with that yingling hat you got on. From so. Sam Albuquerque. Uh, and he, he brought us <laughs> 
some t-shirts. It did. So we are we are filling out our brackets, our 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 quarterback bracket today. We need eight quarterbacks to fill the Alliance of American Football. Of course, uh, cast off quarterbacks. No Peyton Manning's. No Tom Brady's. No one like that. Currently on our list, who we have right now, we have Tim Tebow. We have Colin Kaepernick. We have Johnny Manziel. Yep. I've thrown out Jamarcus Russell. Dante Culpepper is in there. He snuck in. I don't think he's going to make I've it. I've been told that him and Michael Vick. And that's why Michael Vick is also on this are, list. Are game ready. Those are the six we have. Michael, you've got to add a year to this because this doesn't start until next year. This is next, is next year. year, exactly. Dante Culpepper is 41 years now, old. Now, remember, Dante already did this once. He did this. He did the minor league football thing in a team in California. There was the Sacramento something. How'd that work out? It didn't work oh, out well. Oh, yeah. I think he was the second best quarterback in the league, though. Was he? Who I mean, was the, the league best? folded. Oh, okay. I mean, it's not his fault. No, of course not. What were they called? The they were called the the Knights or something like that. The Sacramento. Knights. I don't remember it at all. Michael Matz rejoins us here live from Victory Casino. Cruises it was the here. League. So we need. Okay, so that's the USFL. Yeah. The USL. Yeah. The, yeah, the US Whatever that one. FL. Was. Yeah. The, the football league. The one that here. had Broadway Joe involved. My, my goodness. Yeah, there's been so many of them. It's like 100 of them. So we have those six quarterbacks. The other ones we're getting via the text at 21232. Jared Lorenzen's name is coming up. Jared Lorenzen's still alive, isn't he? I don't know That's if he is horrible. or not. It, is, he, is he alive or not? I don't think he is. I'm being honest here. Um... No, he still is. Okay, for some reason, I, I know he had some 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 bad health <laughs> conditions recently. I did not remember whether or not he had passed. That that is a genuine question. Okay, it's not okay. it's not Jared. I, I, that was a genuine question. Uh, Vince Young's name has come up. There's okay. another one. DeAndre Francois. <laughs> not yet. He might be available now. Not yet. Uh, let's let's. Uh, Let's get Michael Mads back in here on the show. I know we have some gambling we want to get into, some stuff from the weekend, especially with the NBA and the NHL playoffs, Jerry. Yeah, Michael Mads is the Victory Sportsbook Manager for Victory 1 and 2. For more information, you can visit them online at victorycasinocruises.com or call them at 855-GO-VICTORY. All right, Michael, let's let's, Matt be, Leinert. let's, let's be serious now. Yeah, Matt Leinert. Um, futures on the NBA. I know that you can still bet on the futures, but they adjust for each game. After that surprising... Uh, hot tub time machine performance by our boy Dwayne Wade. How do the numbers look in that series with the 76ers? They haven't moved very much. I still think the uh, the money and the mood is on uh, Philadelphia, although that was uh, one dynamite performance. And I think when you look at uh, where the series is going, it's still sitting on the same number. Uh, On the individual game, uh, Philly is still the favorite at Miami on Thursday night there. They opened up one and a half. They've actually moved to two. Uh, So the public, while probably impressed with the performance, is still backing uh, Philadelphia pretty strongly in that series. Uh, We're going to start going through the former Magic Player series here. Let's start with the Cavs and... uh, Nikki Football's favorite former Magic of all time, Victor Oladipo. We're gonna. We talked about Victor Oladipo <laughs> earlier. We're talking about what I said earlier. We will. I. I will make the case next. Yeah, I do the Victor Oladipo that's fine, trade that's fine, again. That's fine. So uh, Victor Oladipo and his Pacers facing off in the Cavs in a number two game where uh, I gotta say, what for the first time since 2012, LeBron finds his back against the wall in a first round. I, I think under a normal circumstance. You might look at that game and say uh, just a a one-off performance where Indiana played very well, Cleveland maybe was a little subpar. What I found in watching that game, and some of our patrons down in the sports book did as well, 
was that Indiana looked pretty dominant in that game from bell to bell. And so while the spread's the same, you know, we opened up at 8. We dipped to 7.5 very briefly. Uh, At 7.5, we started taking uh, some Indiana money or some Cleveland money and went right back to 8. And that's pretty much where we were on game 1. But the, the chatter in the series is we'll give Cleveland a chance at home uh, in game two, but if that's a close ball game, uh, you may see the, the mood switch to Indiana because uh, that was a really good performance by the Pacers game one. Um, that one, I think there's a little bit of doubt um, relative to what the series outcome may be. Indiana looked really, really good. Uh, speaking of former Magic players who figured out how to play basketball now that they've gone elsewhere, the Toronto Raptors, Raptors, I can't even talk today, facing off against the Washington Wizards in what should be a clean sweep by Toronto. Anything on this? Is the Wizards expect to at least win one in a gentleman sweep? It, it's possible that Washington could get one on the road, but Toronto's solid seven-and-a-half-point favorite. Uh, that's where they were for game one. Uh, they covered it by the hook, ironically, and uh, we've come right back on that number. Just think the way Washington has performed uh, leading in. I think they won four out of five coming into the playoffs. Yeah, the uh, one they, they lost was against the Magic. Right, exactly. Uh, and you know, given that offensive performance they've had, um, I don't, I don't expect that there's there's any trepidation with our with our patrons and our betters at least. Uh, that Washington um, will be able to mount a comeback against Toronto. That looks like a comfortable spot for Toronto. Me and Nick were kind of optimistic that Manu's farewell song would be a little bit better, but after these comments by Pop, which I'm going to share with you, eh. He started uh, Danny Green basically on Kevin. Did that work very well? Did you watch the game? Yes. <laughs> what do you think? <laughs> didn't. It didn't work very well. So we'll we'll have Danny grow four or five inches by Monday night, uh, tell him to jump higher and move quicker. And we'll tell Kevin, don't be so good. You've got to love Pop. So my question for you is, 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 that, uh, is this of all of the series is the one at this point that we think's over? Now that Kawhi's been confirmed as out? We, right, and that's been critical. Uh, what's been, I think... Uh, very revealing to our patrons and to anybody who's interested in sports wagering is Golden State appears that they can weather the storm at least temporarily without uh, Stephon Curry, whereas San Antonio missing that defensive presence and that leadership uh, from Kawhi Leonard uh, does not appear that they can uh, hang with the, with the, with, uh, the Golden State. And uh, we're opening up at 3 uh, on that game on Thursday night, I'm expecting that number to head up a little bit uh, based on talking to our uh, to our customers and patrons. And uh, this just turned out to be the worst possible spot for the Spurs. Uh, and Golden State, by all accounts, looks like they're going to advance pretty easily. Sometimes you don't know what you ask for. The Bucks purposely tanking, in my opinion, to get the Celtics, who everybody thought was... Oh, no, not was, in your opinion. In reality. In that reality. Was in reality. It was yes. in reality. Uh, a damaged Celtics team. Uh, but after that game one, uh, are there still legs? Are people still betting on the Bucks? They still are, and this is the one series. And I, I know we alluded to it uh, earlier uh, or late last week. Um, 
is one of those games or one of those teams we just weren't sure what we were going to get. I thought the Boston performance in game one, it was a, it was a back-and-forth game, uh, but when the rubber met the road, Boston was able uh, not only to um, – to get the win, but they, they backdoor covered it as well, winning, winning the game by six. We opened up with Boston uh, for the game tonight at three. It has been all Milwaukee in the wagering. We're down to Boston one and a half. Uh, that game, we have a little bit of time from when we'll open the casino uh, tonight down on deck one with a gorgeous night to sail, by the way. Great night to come on out. Um, We'll probably be close to pick them on that game when it tips off at 8.05. And it's one of those games, given Boston overcame game one, can they do it again with the hometown crowd overcoming the injuries? I suspect if they do, this might be a seven game. Or do these go five or seven? Yeah, they go seven, seven in the No, first it's all round seven now, now yes. Yeah. Right. And so I suspect this may end up being a seven game series. Very hard fought. Boston, to their credit, uh, has really, really put up you know, the fighting man's fight given their injuries. And that performance in game one may springboard them. This is going to be an entertaining game tonight, it's, and uh, I won't miss this one. This, uh, this promises to be the game of the night, I think. One of the few upsets from the weekend, uh, Anthony Davis versus the Trailblazers. Um, this one might be a real series. I think you're right. Uh, you know, Portland is a six-point favorite. We, I think we'll see most of the action on this one tonight being the late game. We haven't had a lot of activity one way or the other. Uh, you know, given the opener of the series was once again one of those really compelling games. Um, ended up being a two-point game. Um, six seems to be the right line, uh, but both teams showed a lot of fight. And these are the types of uh, matchups, I think, that when you start thinking about betting the series, which um, has become, as we mentioned, more and more popular, looking at that seven-game matchup, looking for value in the price, this is another one of those series. Given how the performance was in game one for both teams, very well could be one of those games that come, these series that comes down to a game seven. And I think the way that the, the matchups have gone um, – Every year, it just seems like the NBA playoffs get more and more popular. The matchups get a little bit better, and I think from what we've seen in early, in the early part of the uh, you know the conference quarterfinals, these series have been fantastic. The games have been great, uh, and that ten thirty matchup tonight is shaping up to be one that's like that. I think. He is Michael Matz, sportsbook manager at Victory Casino Cruises. Mike, man, we'll catch you up with you next time. Thanks for joining us. My pleasure. Enjoy the games. Hour number two coming up next here on Live Local and Loud.